Right, right, right. Michael Kevin. <laughs> oh, when you do something 55,000 times over, but somebody's somebody, you right now are watching this for the very first time. So you never have heard this before. But, anyways, Michael Kevin here, your mind mechanic, tune up hearts and minds one at a time so your ideas don't die in your heart, your head, or your hard drive. Um, today, as I was starting out before I got this recording started, I, uh, if any of you have heard of It's Judy's Life, uh, that's the YouTube channel you can go type into uh, into YouTube. It's Judy's Life. And then I think there's her main channel, which was a vlog channel where for like eight years straight, they still put up stuff. Uh, they're going on their fifth child. I think they, they started making videos before they had any kids. And then the whole process of while they're having kids because they have put up videos for about eight of those years, 365 days a year. And they have over 1.4 billion views. And I uh, met Benji at VidCon in like 2014. And within a few months, I flew out to Seattle and filmed a real special video surprising his wife that has a few million views. And then um, a few years later, he invited me to do a special project at Disney where they had private access to Disney before it opened. And we made a video there. And that was really special. And we haven't talked in a little while, but... Um, I jumped on a call with him yesterday and we were just talking strategy in regards to, you know, content and releasing content on social media and, um, you know, things I've tested, things I've tried doing things like this, things I want to do. And, um, ah, just su super, super fascinating, you know, what's going on and on the different platforms. And, um, I literally, after everything we talked about and my willingness and, and I, you know, where I'm going to tie in kind of mindset and, and strategy into this is, you know, when it comes to what your goals are, what you're trying to accomplish, what type of business that you want to have, do you want to travel? Do you not want to travel? Do you want to provide services? Do you want to, you know, actually interact with people? Do you not want to interact with people? Do you just want to create content and not interact with people? Do you want to have the content help you be able to interact with people? Um, you know, there's so many different ways to do things. And I think by and large now, uh, there's really two ways you can build something. And I mean, there's tons of ways, but ultimately prior to, you know, when I even started my company, and even as I started my video production company back in the day, there was still primarily one way. I mean, you had to do, and when I say one way versus two ways, I just mean online versus offline. And then within those channels, there are obviously hundreds, if not thousands of different ways that you could do things. Um, but prior to, you know, probably 2008 to 2009, I mean, people have been making money off the internet. I think freaking Bezos with Amazon was back in the late nineties. Uh, but for it to really like be what it is today, it's been probably 2008, nine, and then it's just rapidly grown where really anybody, you know, and, 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 and people who <laughs> the talents in their consistency, Right. Like there's people who feel and I've had that at times where, you know, you know how much knowledge and expertise and talent you have. And then, you know, people say these people are like just dancing, just dancing and, um, you know, making millions of dollars or, you know, still making a living. Maybe they're not even making millions of dollars, but they have millions of views and there's all these people watching it. And there's these just 30 second videos. And everything in between from, you know, Benji was sharing a, a lady as like nine. What is it? Let me pull it up here for a second. If I still have it, it's uh, it's called SAS, S A S M R, A S M R SAS. You only see the bottom. Let me pull this up for a second. You only see the. 
we shared this yesterday. You only see the bottom of this gal's mouth. And I don't even know what she does. I don't even know how to, I guess ASMR, I think is a sound thing. And so like, I don't even know. I guess I'll click on one of these videos, see what, what see what happens here for a second. But this is somebody that he knows. And, um, you know, this video has 207,000 views. <laughs> okay, I know what this is now. So ASMR rainbow crepe cake plus mochi, soft, relaxing eating sounds, no talking. So this is the whole, if you look and you scroll, this gal's just like eating strawberries, eating cake, eating mochi, right? Like no talking. This is how all the videos are. And this gal has 9.32 million subscribers. She's had 2 billion views. If you enjoy eating, whispering sounds, eating show, mukbang, I don't even know what that is, <laughs> then you're at the right place. Remember, everyone has different ASMR triggers, so I hope you enjoy the sounds on my channel. Please don't forget to wear headphones for a more enjoyable experience. If you like fluid vlogs, come check out my sa second channel, at SAS Vlogs. Um, but to the best of my knowledge, he's like, she just makes money off of ad revenue. Like she doesn't even have, um, she's not selling courses and programs. She's not providing any services uh, or anything else. Yet she's making a full-time living with videos that only show, you know, this part of her face and about this much of the frame and there's food and the microphone's so close You know, so I mean, look, 2 million views, 9 million subscribers. The bottom line is anything is possible. It's just how consistent. Let's see if I can type in one more thing really quickly. Uh, SAS ASMR. I just want to see one more quick thing for you all. Yeah, so she's put up 1,500 videos. And I want to see one more last thing. Started in 2016. So 16, let's see, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. We'll call it six years. 1,500. So about 250 videos a year, which is, you know, not quite video, what, almost every day, every other day. Um, and so didn't start, you know, you hear that too, didn't start. Now you're seeing the more strategic of my mind with the mind tune up time. And just, you know, when I do tie in mindset and strategy, when it kind of comes to marketing and your business and, and, you know, what is it that you really want to do and that, you know, in talking to Benji, just like anything is possible. There's really, and I, and I've known that and I've said that, and I instill that in others. And then there's still, at times, my ability to know all the options or lots more options than some people may have and not seeing the world in, in black and white has given me a distinct advantage when I'm coaching people 
because if people are coming in with a very black and white view of something and that view isn't working, I'm really good at being able to paint a different picture so that somebody has that ability to have relief that there's other ways to do something. And then the biggest thing for people is, is picking something and doing something. And so, you know, for me, the interesting thing is, is like what I'm doing right now, I don't have to have a soul interact with me and I could talk how I'm talking (laughs) for, for eight hours. You know, that's not, I wouldn't want to just sit and stand like this for eight hours straight. That's not how I want to spend all day every day. Um, but I, I, I can do this. I've practiced enough. I've, I've gotten comfortable on camera. I have plenty of different thoughts, different perspectives, different point of views, different things to say, different stories, different journeys, different all sorts of things. Um, but prior to, you know, my man, Steve, if he's still on here, you know, prior to, like you said, 2008, 2009, um, this kind of random things on the internet like this were a little bit less prevalent than they were like, you know, the, the, the Bezos, like those things happened and there were definitely people making money on the internet, but by and large, a lot of people built their businesses offline. You went to networking things, you used the phone, you called people on the phone, you know, you, 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 yellow pages. I mean, I did the yellow pages, billboards, you know, there was all newspaper, local newspaper advertising, the radio, right? There was all these very offline things and there was not much online options for you to do, you know, YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and LinkedIn, Facebook and stories and long format, short format, podcast, video only, audio only, you know, all these different things that now exist. Um, you know, it just wasn't there. I mean, even at the beginning of my video production. And so now you have more of an option um, of what if you're going to be self-employed and you're going to build a business, how are you going to build that business and what are you going to do? And so it really can open up a can of worms because then what can be a couple of things is can cause so much paralysis that somebody who hasn't had much traction or taken much action uh, effectively does nothing. And I find that at times with how I'm wired, I feel so blessed that I had started my original company before there was as much options. And then I, you know, I was just naive. And I believe that naiveness, not knowing, and then what I have in my shirt, this massive imperfect action, just not wanting to go to college, not knowing all the ways that something can be done, only knowing a few things, and then just going, that's better than the alternative. The alternative was college. The alternative was things I didn't really want to do. So there was something that I was liking and I wanted to do, and it was working. And then from there, you know, I did what was natural, but I I really connected with so many people in person all the time. And now as I'm building, you know, a different type of business, you know, and when it comes to um, coaching and speaking and, you know, doing things, a version of what I'm doing here, which is I call, call the preaching and teaching, and this is the solo stuff. And then having people that at times when they're on these calls, I, I bring them on, I coach them on here live in front of a group. And this is virtual. I've done the same thing in person privately or in front of a group. And I've done, you know, one-on-one private with many different tools from phone to in-person to Zoom to Skype to using an app called Boxer. Um, so there's a lot of different things. And at times, even for me, as good as I am at helping someone else narrow it down, at times... I can get paralyzed and I need that help because, you know, I want to reach people. I want to impact people. And I have the people in my life. And this is what you have to think about your life. I have the people in my life where like, 
running around like a chicken with my head cut off all over town, all over the United States, flying places, going to all these things. Just, it doesn't interest me anymore. I, I love my, my wife, my time with my puppies and you know, time with my, my mom and dad and, and, and my brother. And, and that's really the main people I hang out with a lot. And then outside of that, a lot of the people I'll interact with regularly, they're clients or friends, but it's usually in some form of, of virtual most of the time. Cause I get satiated plenty from my wife. So I don't need all this external doing all these other things. I love to do this. And I love the power of what the internet gives us with the ability, you know, to have such a grand impact on people's lives. I know Steve, you're on here still, you know, podcasts reaching hundreds of thousands of people that, you know, you've been on and that's allowed you to still, you know, work out of your, what do you call it? The, the you know, the man, not the man cave, but the shed or the shack or the, you know, the, 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 the what was that name you always call your office? It's not just, you don't just call it the office, the bunker. Bunker in the bunker. That's it. And, um, you know, it's a beautiful thing. The impact that we can make on people's lives and then people can choose to live their lives however they want. And so as you start to assess your values, as you start to assess how you want to show up in the world, how you want to make an impact, how you want to you know run your business, the things you like to do, um, it starts to narrow down the path that you'll have. And what's interesting is that by and large right now on a lot of platforms, me just showing up and doing something like this, like you know, a 30 minute, an hour, a two hour session, no matter how many times a week I wanna show up, whether once a week or 10 times a week, um, a lot of these platforms are more difficult to get exposure. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of little nuance, you know, you could, upload videos, anything to YouTube 14 years ago and have very little strategy and be remotely decent at something. And you could do well, um, you know, in 2008, 2009. And people say that yet. I just showed you a girl who Benji was talking about, who just eats food on camera, basically, and just has sound, doesn't talk. There's no real, you know, I mean, it's helping people. I'm not saying it's not helping people. I'm not even trying. I don't even diminish it, right? But that's what we can do is think, oh, well, I'm sitting here going, I'm providing so much value to someone's life by inspiring them and encouraging them and opening their mind and getting them to view the world different and all these stories and experiences I've had. And yet this girl doesn't even speak and, you know, is still like reaching a lot of people. And so it, it started in 2016. So not... In, you know, it's not like some of these people you go, oh, they started like I just had somebody who, you know, in 2021 during the cream of the crop of the, you know, pandemic. Well, you know, mid tier 2020 was probably the worst. 2021 wasn't necessarily the best time to start a wedding business. And yet I know a guy who literally had only shot 15 weddings in like maybe five years and had done had two weddings booked in 2021 and did one hundred and forty six thousand dollars in weddings in 2021, starting with two and had only done 15 prior to that over five years and was charging less than $1,500 a wedding. I think is averaging three to $5,000 a wedding now with just in just two years during the pandemic. I love those kinds of stories of people starting now because there's so many people who got in when, you know, you could do certain things and things just work certain ways. I mean, you hear Gary Vaynerchuk talk about when he started wine library, the, um, the online, you know, uh, selling wine online. And the interesting thing is, is that when he started that, he used Google ads to grow it. And I believe some version of, of even um, 
uh, he has said that uh, when he started, it was like two to three cents a click. So, you know, the things, you know, organically, you go to Google, you type something in and a bunch of stuff pops up and there's usually three to six listings, maybe at the top that are paid listings. Somebody pays to be there. They don't get their website optimized and rank organically. They pay. And every time you click that, they, they get charged. And so when he started that, it was like penny clicks, you know, so what you can get a hundred clicks for a dollar. I'm pretty sure he said that he can spend anywhere from 10 to $50 a click now for the same things that were a penny. So can you imagine hearing him talk about a strategy like that to people today, but you know, forgetting the fact that that strategy just isn't going to work the exact same way as it did before? Because now when you talk about like taking the swing and, 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 and the aspect of um, like baseball and the people who have the most home runs also have the most strikeouts because they're swinging the most. It's like, well, back then you could have a hundred chances before you've even spent a dollar, a hundred different people potentially click before you've spent a dollar. And maybe that wine is 80 bucks. So you got an enormous amount of opportunity and to still profit before you'd ever be in the hole. You could have literally potentially thousands of people click that and then, you know, spend 40 bucks and have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people click and then get a sale. And now you're in profit. Well, you ain't got many, you ain't got many swings if it's $50 a click. Now, certain keywords, it's all different. And so you got to look at, you know, your strengths and weaknesses. So anyways, out of everything that I have the capabilities to do, the willingness, and I think this is for any of you as well, what is your actual willingness to do something? Because I think the biggest problem is people talk about, you could do this, you could do this, you could do this, and the list goes on and on. And people give you ideas and strategies. And the truth of the matter is, obviously, there's probably still many opportunity for somebody with their own lips and their own way of doing it and their own background and their own look and their own this and that to do a thing just like the gal that has 9 million subscribers. Like nothing's stopping a person from having that same kind of success besides the fact that are they going to upload two to 300 videos a year, get better and better and better and keep and keep doing it until maybe it takes a year and a half before any prog, like any, any money's made from it or any major views even happen. Maybe you, you upload two or 300. And I think in my life at times, what I've seen is that the things I'm doing have too much things I don't like to do. And you've got to think it, whatever you're trying to build, whatever you're trying to do, the potential you're ever going to get out of it comes from the depth, comes from the width, comes from the consistency of you showing up and doing that thing. Because you could be like not doing anything right, but still sell because you keep showing up, which builds trust. I know for me, it's the, this, you know, coming out of the gates, guns ablazing blazing for three weeks and then falling off planet earth for six months. Like that doesn't build trust in people. So it's like I told my wife today, if you've been in business for 10 years and done 3000 of something, you can't buy the doing 3000 of something. You can't buy the 10 years, right? There's a lot of people that buy being a bestseller, you know, buy media placement in a magazine. There's a lot of things you can buy that can kind of, in my opinion, fake credibility. Now, some people, they're already really smart. 
and it, it jumpstarts, it accelerates, quote unquote, the credibility. I get it. But there's also people that aren't good at what they do at all, and they can go buy an article in, an, in a magazine and then say they're featured in Forbes. And because of the by proxy of the way these people and marketers sell people, hey, show that you're an expert, spend $10,000 on an article so that you can put on your website, you're featured in Forbes. Like, it doesn't make you good at something. And if people like my man, Steve gets featured in magazines, gets featured on things, he's not paying for these placements and these things. And so what I find fascinating is that what are you willing to do? Because lots of things can work. But if you're not going to work it, it doesn't matter how much potential is in it. You'll never, you'll never get the potential out of it um, because you stop too soon. And so for me, one of those things has been whatever, whatever you're going to do is going to have a whole series of things that have to be done. And so, for example, like Steve, you, you write books. My buddy Steve Sisler writes incredible books. And, you know, you've even said to me, you really write the books more for, for yourself. You love to learn. And in the process of learning and researching and creating the book helps you process the information that then is then better disseminated for your clients. Um, but all the other things that at times, if, you know, it doesn't just get featured by Oprah or something like that happening, then at times the book covers, the titles, you know, the mark, there's other things that go into that because you don't have, um, cause here's, what's interesting. This guy, Alex Hormozzi, uh, I've been bringing up a lot lately. He has a book called hundred million dollar offers, which the, the premise ultimately is this idea that you're making offers that, you know, people would be, be think they're stupid to say, you know, no to, but the title of the book is a great title in a lot of ways. It is great content or it wouldn't have happened what I'm going to say, but it's been number one in the business category since like July of last year. I think it's already sold a couple hundred thousand copies. It sells for 99 cents. It's got over two or 3000 reviews at this point in time. And he's like, I've spent no money on advertising. He hasn't done any like normal marketing the way most marketers would tell you to market and promote a book. He didn't go on this like major book tour and get interviewed by 500 different people and, and do all these normal things that people to tell you to promote the book. I've even seen interviews where people are like, you did, every, you, you haven't done anything that people said that you should do to have the kind of success you're having. But here's the thing. He made something so good that when people read it, it helps them now. And the title's really good, but number two, he had a personal brand. He did get to 30, 40,000 subscribers on YouTube and had, you know, hundreds of thousands of views from January to like July before he brought the book out. He had 20, 30,000 Instagram followers. He had a level of a personal brand and then he brought out something so good that then it just spread like wildfire, the word of mouth, because ultimately like Steve, who I'm mentioning here, behavioral profile, you go to behavioral resource group, is it .org? You can type it in there, Steve, but behavioralresourcegroup.org, I believe. Um, and it's a great friend, but like there's that aspect that his business and what he does as a behavioral profiler was built really the old school way, right? Okay, .com, behavioralresourcegroup.com, but was built the old school way. And so the old school way was much more offline, one-to-one, one-to-one, and he's done such a good job that word of mouth 
behind the scenes for his one-on-one consulting and coaching and behavioral profiling, all the eens, um, has done what the book has done. But things that happen in the online ecosphere when it comes to books and some of that, it's just there's a lot of different approaches. And if you're not going to build any kind of personal brand or have content online and grow that following, then you can still succeed with those things without that. But again, there's building your own personal brand and, and having a platform to promote yourself, or you go on other people's platforms and promote, or you know, you have huge people like the Oprah's that still works to some degree today, right? Where you have the, the, the mega stars that are out there promoting your book. Um, and then what's on the inside still has to be really good. You know, I remember I've told this story a bunch. Some of you heard it first time. Some of you never heard it before, but there was a, a, a story of a book that sold like 5,000 copies over the course of like 12 years. And the only thing they changed was the inside. That was it. That's the only thing they changed. Uh, excuse me. Got distracted there for they didn't change anything on the inside. The only thing they changed was the title and the cover of the book. So the inside stayed the same. There was nothing that changed on the inside. And over 12 years, with this like astrological love or something it was called, um, you know, it sold like 5,000 copies. And depending on who you are, that wouldn't be bad, but you're probably depending on what it sold for, you know, you're not making a living off that either. Um, and they changed the title to something like make every man want you, you know, or whatever, but the inside was the same and it went on to sell millions of copies. Um, so there's so many little nuances that depending on what you're trying to do. So let's look up here. I have been doing these, your daily jump starts on YouTube. I'm on Facebook. Okay. And so like I did one yesterday, 27 views. Uh, the day before that, 48 views, uh, 57, 53, 60, I mean, this is all the way back, 68 to February 21st. So Benji says, you know, look, man, you know, when it comes to content, especially even say YouTube, um, if you've already got an audience then you can bring out a show like this or do something that's, you know, an hour to two hours long and it, it can do well. Like there's already a, a built-in audience ready to watch, you know, whatever you put out. But if you're trying to grow from technically a version of zero, then I could record these five days a week. And unless I'm getting superstar guests or there's a number of variables that have to happen, if I don't title it, tag it, descriptions and do all this other kind of stuff so that it can be found, then I'm just uh, uploading it to an audience of zero or a few people, you know, see it. And so he's like, man, I'll tell you what, right now, the stories are not stories, the reels. Now you think of reels. I think it depends on the, I think the platform, Instagram and Facebook call them reels. TikTok is TikTok. I think you can do up to 60 or 33 minutes now. Um, but you know, this very short form and then YouTube, they're called YouTube shorts. So YouTube shorts, Instagram and Facebook is Facebook reels. And then you've got TikTok. but the attention span of people by and large is kind of, it's very splintered, but you got to think if people are in the car, people are working out, people are driving people like my wife, while she's like creating her art and craft, she's listening to a podcast. So there's still a place 100% for medium to long form content. 
you know, for 30 minutes, hour to two, three hour long content, because there's still plenty of people who are in environments where they're not active on the phone. Active on the phone is, this is the only thing I'm doing is looking at my phone. And so all that kind of five, 10, 20, 30 minute, hour, two hour content, when you're actively interacting on the phone, it doesn't do well anymore. And it's because these platforms have created an ability to create these five second, 10 second, 30 second, 60 second, couple minute videos that can keep somebody going. And for those of you not watching me, I'm basically like hitting my phone and you know just scroll it, stop, scroll, stop, scroll, stop, scroll. And, and you have these, you know, five, 10 minute, you know, uh, you know, fish brains, um, attention spans. And so anyways, he's like, man, I've seen some people recently who have blown up their channels who were kind of flatlined like you to a degree when it came to some of the growth. And they, they put a bunch of attention into creating these reels and it blew up and literally 10 minutes before I got on here, I, well, first of all, about one o'clock, I recorded like eight of these 60 second reels, just bang, 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 bang. Like that's easy for me and um, figured out how to do this. So you can see if you're watching, I mean, if you go to my Facebook or my Instagram or TikTok type Michael Gebbin, uh, you'll, you'll get to start seeing these, but like there's again, the captions uh, we're just made super simple. So I was able to record this thing and it's a practice, right? See, for me to get more, uh, you know, I'm excited to see where I'm at square one, but if I record like 300 of these things, um, you know, get more to the point, <laughs> get more to the point on things. Um, so it's going to be a really great practice, but what's so fascinating is I put two of them up on Facebook, uh, 10 minutes before this started. So 40 minutes ago. And one has 50 and one has 45. And the one I put up last night, remember, I just told you all the ones I've been doing, your daily jumpstart's been getting like 50 views. One I put up last night as a test already has 483 views. Over on Instagram. Put the same two up. First one has 205 views. Second one has 292 views already. Because these platforms are uh, rewarding. And hey, I got a new follower. I don't think I've gotten a follower in six months. No. <laughs> uh, they're rewarding right now the short form stuff. Like my wife has been making $150 to $280 a month right now, uploading all her old like short videos that she uploaded as a regular post. And she's uploading them as... Um, as reels right now, just repurposing all this old content and Facebook's paying her to post them. It's freaking incredible. Um, and so not everybody has that activated in their account. I think you have to have either a certain amount of followers, a number of things in place, but, um, but yeah, I mean, all she's doing is like each day posting like one to three of these old things that she's already posted before. Posting them again. I think the top month, I think, is this month. She's been doing it since December now. December, January, February, or maybe November. November, yeah. So three or four months, she's gotten it. It gives it a thing. Hey, you can get these bonuses, post reels. So it wants you to post them. So right now, 
So I did a test a few weeks ago. I posted the same piece of content three different ways on Instagram, and it was the reel that got the most exposure. And the other two, same piece of content, didn't do anything. So, you know, my biggest goal is impact. I'm not going to run around like a chicken with my head cut off and go to networking meetings and just the old school way of doing things. is just not working. And I know the power of building an audience. And right now on certain levels, I'm limited by the ways that I'm willing to show up. And so for me, setting this up right here, and I've practiced so much talking that the biggest practice now is like getting to the point in 60 seconds and stopping and then being done. And then just post, 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 and just like keep it simple because I know there's a lot more that can be done. I know there's a lot more thought process that could go into it and scripting. And I know I won't do that. So my goal is to test for 30 days and post anywhere from three to five a day. And I have a feeling that it will do far more than if I recorded two hour sessions five days a week. Because it only gives me, when you talk about baseball and sports, it gives me four or five or five swings a week. The Your Daily Jump Starts gives me, well, right now, I'm doing this once a week. So we'll just say the, the, the two pieces of content I do. I do one mind tune-up time a week. So that's four times a month. Five daily jump starts a week. That gives me 20 times a month to take a swing at getting something that you know, could be found, get seen by a lot of people, people see, I mean, the value's in there. Even he said, he goes, Gebs, I know that your two hour, hour and a half pieces of content have immense value in them. I have zero doubt in that. But right now, the way people are wired, unless they already know who you are, like, good luck. Like I wouldn't be your best use of, and so what I've decided is I'm not stopping this. Because what I found is that once people find and get to know me, then they love things like this. And this is really valuable. So I also am practicing the habit of being freaking consistent and not changing direction all the time. I've done this since last June or July. I've done, I think, 34, 35 of these calls right now, these two-hour calls. Um, and having anywhere from three people show up to 20, 30 people show up live, um, and I've been uploading them to YouTube, uploading them to podcasts, and I've been consistent. So I'm not stopping these. The Your Daily Jump Starts, I've done like 35 of those, but I do those five days a week. And I started that beginning of January. I'm not stopping that either. I'm going to keep the rhythm that I have with those things. But then I'm going to focus a lot for the next 30 days on doing that, seeing what happens. And, um, and I'm excited because I love to, let me pull this up for everybody again. I love sharing this, this one video because... Um, you know, the biggest thing is, is practicing something. And the only way you get better at something is through practice. And so, you know, I love having this video. In 10 years, I hope to, uh, have a very successful business, um, with my video production stuff. Um, as you can tell, I'm not the actor. <laughs> not at all. Um, I, I like to be behind the camera in front of this, you know, putting stuff together. An amazing 2011. I started with nothing, and um, I've just surrounded myself with really good people. And you know, anything's possible. 
I'm kind of goofy and uh, kind of awkward in front of the camera because, again, I like to be behind it. Hey everybody, it's Michael Gavin here, and I'm super excited to be with you on Wednesday. We're going to do this video in 60 seconds or less. Thank you very much. Just kidding. All right, let's go at it. So I am fired up. Find what you're passionate about, but keep trying. Even in my trying to find what lights me up, I keep failing. I keep doing things. I keep trying so I can find that thing. So, hello. All right, we're back. Uh, so it's just the guy who's on camera today versus that kid in the beginning of that video. Nothing, <laughs> by and large, that I ended up accomplishing or doing or who I am being was even... There wasn't even there wasn't a, a vision board. There wasn't a journal journaling things out. There wasn't this big vision. All these big dreams. You know, people say dream big. It's like, well, hell, I I I, I didn't even dream about. It. Like, I just didn't want to go to college. I just wanted to, you know, have a successful production company. But I didn't know what that meant. What really was possible. What I could do. Where I would go. Who I would work with. Who I would meet. Where I would travel. I, I had no idea. And, um, and so it's a beautiful thing to have that, to, to share with people where you could be, where you are right now. And so getting back in the saddle of imperfect action, you know, because when he told me about this, the, the reels, it's not the first time I've heard it in the last week. It's come up multiple times. I've seen multiple things. I even consume those kind of things and people I like to consume who are creating it. I really, I like it. I like the little snippy, here's the sound bite, and it allows me to kind of keep moving on, then like find the nugget in two hours. So I get it. And there's something more special to this when it's live than anything else usually, um, rather than it's kind of, I feel like these sometimes like a football game, you know, it's like, if you're here live, there's, there's a chat and some stuff and there's a live energy to being present while it's happening. Uh, but then it's like, where are the nuggets inside of it? You know what I mean? And, um, but I like to, 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 to go first sometimes, you know what I mean? Like that idea that uh, people are afraid to show up. And I love that ability to show up and be imperfect and not care and fall on my face and try and test and explore and experiment, uh, you know, and I've never stopped doing it. Obviously I, I find things and find videos and listen to me. I'm like, you know, some things have just never changed. <laughs> some things have changed, but there's a lot that's never changed. Uh, I just doing different things and experimenting in different ways. But I, I, I believe that that's part of who I am is the experimentation and, um, and just having fun. So, you know, I think we can see things done certain ways. And that's where like, I think of other people who are creating reels and how they're being done. And I go, yeah, I'll never do that. Not that it can't be done, not that it's not easy to be done, but there's just enough steps that make it not enjoyable for me. Whereas right now, setting this up and recording and, and saying these little, I keep seeing the word pithy, these little short nuggets and practicing, getting more and more clear and clean and precise in the message so that it pops. Like, I'm having fun with that. I'm enjoying that because my goal, I love being present with people. I love inspiring, encouraging, and helping people. But by God, I truly, truly desire to help people faster and faster. Like I don't, I used to think I had to be present with you for eight hours in person to make an impact. 
And I'm like, I don't know. I know I probably help people beyond that, but like, you got to come to me or I got to come to you. And we got to be together for eight hours and me mouth vomiting all over you and talking, 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 because I have no clue what I'm saying that's helpful. And then I realize a lot of it's just my presence. <laughs> there's, there's invisible things at play that are very unexplainable. And then more and more, I developed things of what I've said. And so for you, you're going to continue to develop different strengths. You probably still have certain weaknesses that never go away. And some weaknesses become strengths. Um, but it's just so fascinating to me. Um, and so, but my goal, and I think this is a great practice and it can be a win-win is that I want to keep getting, like, I like these kind of formats where I can kind of flow things out. It helps me. It helps me. And I keep doing it because ultimately there's people there and people tell me that it, it helps them. Um, but like those, those short things, like I was very resistant to do any of that, but now I can see in multiple ways why it's beneficial. Um, but I had to do it in a way that was the most efficient and simple for me to be able to show up and do it over and over and over and over and over again. And literally right now it's record on my phone, load into the software. It has an auto caption creator and that's it. Like, Rather than like, let me show you, like I would prefer just because I'm an aesthetic guy. If you can see, if you can't yeah, check it on YouTube, I would prefer to have it look all sexy like this, right? There's like a graphic with thumbs up and people way in the back there. That's kind of there. It's got my name, the mind mechanic. It's got a little title. It's got a lightning bolt that's going across right over here, right? You got the, th the, uh, the captions, like it just, it looks sexy. I like it right? I'd rather it look like this. I'm not going to do this consistently. All the things it takes to record it, get it into the editing software, line everything up. Like, so if I'm not going to do it, somebody else has to do it. And then what do you do there? Well, you either got to get somebody for free, which there's a whole thing about that, or I got to pay somebody. Well, to the amount that I believe that I could create, Paying somebody, even if I get the people I'm getting that are fairly affordable on Fiverr, that ain't cheap. If I wanted to upload five of these suckers a day, like it, at the minimum, I found $5 a video. That's $25 a day. That's like over a hundred bucks. Like it's like four, five, 600 bucks a month. And right now I, I don't really like, it's not, well, it's not worth it to me. And so I got it down to where literally it's record on my phone you know, click real, pick the video, click the caption button, and then I copy and paste something where it has some hashtags now and whatever, and that's it. Done. Super simple, right? Because I'm more likely to get a better result doing it in an imperfect way, my way, that allows me to consistently show up and do it and do five a day than trying to make it look all sexy and amazing and do all these things and spend hours like prepping and thinking it through and the, you know, I got to be very specific and script this out so I can make one video. I don't like doing all that stuff. So guess what? I, I, I could see, oh, yeah, I should do that. That probably, blah, blah, blah. and there'd be somebody who says, well, that's how you got to do it. That's how the world works. Somebody who gets something work a certain way, they tell people they got to do it that way. And I think that the truth of the matter is, is there's lots of ways to do it. You just got to do it. And you got to show up and consistently do it. And so that's it. And so I. I'm big about elimination and simplification because the only way we're going to show up and consistently do anything is if we 
uncomplicate it, simplify it. Same thing, right? Different ways of saying it. Uh, because otherwise, if there's too much crap you don't want to do, or it's too complicated, or there's too many skills you don't possess, then you won't even do it at all. And you'll never get the learning experience and the wisdom from taking the steps and taking the action. So questions, thoughts, concerns. Yeah, buts. What's going on? What are we thinking? Who's still on here? All right, all right, all right. Did it, did it, the, 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 the few of you who are on here right now, uh, I'm going to actually, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap up that part for a second. So thank you very much, Michael, Gavin, my mechanic, tune up hearts and minds one at a time. So your ideas don't die in your heart, your head or your hard drive. Be sure to hit up mindtuneuptimelive.com or go live every Tuesday at 2 PM for this call. You can register on zoom. You can stream it live in the Facebook group or watch it later on YouTube and podcast. Appreciate you. Keep rocking. Keep rolling. We'll talk soon.